something heavy. Do you know um, 12 Bar Blues? Okay. Are we live? We're live? Oh, hello everyone out there. Uh, this is our first time playing together, so I hope you enjoy and just sit back and relax and love it. From the Amp Media Studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat in the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your host, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in toll-free 888-994-4995, Studio A, right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. So, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe Show. So, what do you call this ensemble you guys have created? Uh, I don't know, the Brew Crew Band. Brew Crew Band. Brew Crew Band. Nice. Someone said they wanted to be part of what we do. They needed a name. So, we told them they could be part of the Brew Crew. Oh, it was our, ga our gratitude gangsta needed a name. We told her she could be part of the Brew Crew with gratitude. 
She's a she's a gangster though. But she said that gets like a bad connotation. But that was nice, Josh and Jalen. Nice job. Whew. They're sitting there telling us we're getting sound beds, and we're like, no, we got to get more than a sound bed. Especially if Baxton's not singing. I well, Baxton is singing. Bed. They're just gonna. They, you they told me the top of the hour. I said, top of what hour? No, we'll, we'll bring him on to sing something before. I want to see him sing with them. Let's see what else noises we got. Everybody we working. We got new crew members, new producers, a drone. We got a lot of stuff going on. Drony in the house. We got a drone. We got our newsletter for May. It'll be going out just in time for Mother's Day with some gratitude. All the things journaling. Tristan put an article about journaling. So I think it's a summer of gratitude. And you know, Mother's Day is Sunday. Sunday. So get your balloon orders in. What a nice way to do um, to do something for mom a balloon order right i think it'd be great so we're coming up with an idea mom don't listen i'm thinking balloons and like a nice coffee mug or something for moms right so once the balloons deflate mom's got something special morning cup of coffee little jack daniels whatever you want to put in a mug a lot of jack daniels time of day a lot of jack daniels what you put in the mug i forgot that they deflate i gotta tell you this tower of peace is still here and that lasted through uh ac outage and everything I mean, they shrunk, but that's the big one. The big, it's getting lower and lower, but it's kind of cool, those towers. Very cool. We had our second episode of Lights <coughs> in the Night, so that will be releasing on Thursday, the podcast with Russ Johnson. How did it go? Because I was working in the other room. It went really, really well, and then Sally and the crew walked in. Frank walked in, and all of a sudden, he's looking around like, what's going on here? You know how Russell is. Yeah, but it was the perfect time for Frank to walk in and Sally to walk in. So I knew they were in good hands here in our portal. I'm going to rename this. I'm going to finally get a sign that says the portal. We had to put a fence around Sally. Because every time <laughs> she talks to people, they all, like Carrie yesterday, my goodness, you opened up Pandora's box there. Sally did? Yeah. I did? Yeah. Can you explain to me? I cannot. Because... Okay. Keep drinking your coffee. I'll explain it. I'll explain it later. But she was like off the hook, and then she didn't stop asking questions on the taping of your show, which was really cool. We had a lot of stuff. And she says, "Freddie and Dawn, uh, are you here? I'd like to hear from you." I was just intrigued by the whole show. There was no time to talk. You had questions galore. Yes, I did, and I replayed it. I was watching it with Steve, and I said, "Oh my gosh, I didn't give Russ any chance to talk, and he's sitting there." As it was my you guest. and Karen. The you and Karen show. I felt very bad, but it, it was fun. It was fun. Actually, you did her a huge favor. I, I, I'll I tell you so. off the air why. Today's a very important day for Karen. I know, I know. Oh, so, you know, you sort of settled the, calmed the waters for her, as they say. Yeah. So that was very yeah, nice. Yeah, I had you. a little talk with her after the show. We spoke. And she you and Sonny Alpha and some other guy named Getona, what is it, Antonize? Anthony. Get Anthony. Oh, is he show? He's coming. He's supposed know. to show up. He told no, no. me he was. Anthony. So we'll see what happens with that. I make a lot of friends here. I should say I'm gonna put a fence around you. <laughs> Between you and Frank, forget about it. We're doing a meetup here on Monday for Sally for your show. Yes. So if you are in the realm or part of the portal, come on down and be part of a live taping because we're going to be airing at the end. When of is month, it? Monday at two thirty for Sally. This Monday? Mm-hmm. Yep. You got meetup in here? Yep. That's very nice. We've had a few answers already. Yes. That's very nice. Wait, you told me 35 people. 
35 people are in the group. We'll see how many are in the PP. Oh, I thought you were bringing 35. I was like, what? Not yet. Well, maybe. You never know. Maybe we'll find room for them, right? <laughs> you never know. I was working on our newsletter, and I did a post for Mother's Day. It looks just like Christine's sweater. It's kind of crazy how when Frank and Christine come in, it's totally in alignment with like what's in my head. It's if Frank was here yesterday, you missed how they started coming in piece by piece by piece, and they were all on the same page. And maybe one of the guys that were waiting for Anthony's called his wife, who's the real deal when it comes to this whole stuff. I gotta be there. I gotta be there next week. So, you know what know. happens with that. What else you got going on? I wanted to ask because now I can't call. I don't Carolina. don't be ya. Carolina. Carolina. <laughs> Is it too late to order balloons for Mother's Day? No, it's not. Yeah, ask me. You have to. You have to make it soon, so we can make arrangements and put you on the delivery schedule. And you Mother's deliver day. anywhere in Florida? Yes, South Florida. South Florida. Yes. Uh -huh. Tri County, yeah, Tri County area. <laughs> I'm not used to that. To me, it's the Bronx and Manhattan. There's nothing. South more. Florida. I think it would be really nice. There's nothing that puts a smile on your face like balloons, fresh flowers, chocolate, a combination, a coffee mug. I got Braxton doing um, singathons. You know, when they go deliver the balloons, he sings. Oh, a telegram? Yeah, singing <laughs> telegram. telegram. Except he's Mr. Flem right now, so he can't do it. Thank so that's the sharing. end of that. But that's the idea I was thinking about. But Carolina, you are launching a new show next week? Yes, next week we are starting a new show called Mindset for Success. It's going to be air Tuesdays, 11 in Spanish, and Thursdays at 11 in English. So. And what is Mindset for Success? What's that about? It's all about how different people perceive success. Because we all are successful in different areas of our life. But sometimes we only focus on one thing and we miss the amazing things that can happen all over in our life. Do you it, think success is different? Uh, it's going to be, to be different content in Spanish or in English? Or does it say consistent across both shows? Mm, I think that it's different the way that people perceive success especially Latin people. Sometimes we are only focused on success as money, but then you are going to start discovering how other people do it too. So it's amazing. I have amazing guests coming for you. It's not always money. No, not at all. Not at but all. Different That's cultures, I guess, have different yes. mindsets. Yes. I was getting my nails done a couple of weeks ago, and my nail tech is from Vietnam, and she says to me, it's very simple what you're going to do with your career. I said, why? She said, where you make the most money. She mm -hmm. said, if you grew up in Vietnam and you yeah. grew up like we grew up, she was poor, no AC, doesn't really matter what you do as long as you're making money. And if that job's going to give you more and you got to move there and it's not mm -hmm. much more, she said, we go. Yeah. She said, you work hard, you put it away, and then you retire. Mm -hmm. But different mindsets for different cultures. But she moves around. She came from Thailand here? Vietnam. From Vietnam? It's different, you know. Third world countries, um, they're always looking for an opportunity. you got to give a worker opportunity, he's going to work. But it's the mindset, so I like the name of the show, mm. because your mindset is what you deem successful. Definitely. It's funny, because we hear all the time in the meetings that we attend, what's my ROI? Mm. All the time. That's and all I anybody asks. I'm really tired of hearing that. It's true, because, but think about it. That's all they ask you. It makes me laugh. I says, I don't know, what's your ROI? How good is your business? Tell me your business model ROI. How much do you make in your business? Nobody ever answers that. They never tell you the answer. They don't. Business models change. Now we're going into summer. It's totally changed. It's yes. changed. We talked about mindset on the morning show. Millennial mindset, Gen Z mindset is different than every. I don't even know what generation. I don't know what are we. 
You're a baby boomer. I'm not even in your generation. I'm, I'm right below the one. baby boomer, whatever that is. So I don't even know. Different mindsets, different generations, different cultures. It's gonna be great. But the but the end game is always the same. You know, you want to put your word out. You want to sell books. You want to sell um, guidance. You want to sell. You want to be uh, somebody that does entertainment, balloons, and things of that nature. It's always the same. What changes is getting there, the journey, how you get there, how you make adjustments, yes. how you talk to people. I used to hate networking. Never wanted to go. Don't you say, come on, we got to go network. I'm going no. tomorrow. You're not coming. I might go. <laughs> I, might go. I think I busted them big enough today. But the bottom line is you got to do it. Yes. If you don't do it, then don't ask me for ROI. <laughs> because I say to you, what do you do to enhance your product? No, nothing. I wait. What are you waiting for? How does that help? Going out networking. We talked about going, we used to go out and network all the time, and then COVID came, and everyone says, oh, this is so great. We can network on Zoom. You cannot effectively network on I Zoom. No, you can't. You can't feel the energy. You can't. I'm looking at Sally. You have no idea what's going on in people's aura and their sphere. You cannot, and then there's a delay. You cannot effectively network. It's not the same thing. It's like Sally was a good example yesterday when you talked to Karen. Mm -hmm. And you lit her up. And she asked you questions. Then the problem was that she didn't stop asking you. So the whole show was on Karen, which is great. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. She had a ton she of questions. She needed that. It was good. It's the same thing when Frank is around. And people come up and they ask him questions. The only difference between Sally and Frank is that Frank tells you the brutal truth. Let me um, tell you about um, Frank. <laughs> um, there's a crack at Yosemite right now. That? Crack in Yosemite? Yeah. No. No, but I don't but, know. Eddie Gabriel's chalice, last I checked, and up came this golden arch, and I'm it's watching. You see figures. what you're doing? You see what you're doing? You see All what I'm doing? Long. All day long, I say, in Frank's book, Christine's looking at me. Look it up, Christine. One of the roads is closed to Yosemite because of this huge crack that can't even repair it. I'm waiting for a golden arch to come up yeah that well, that's next arch to come up and the angel sing then I, i'm out then mm -hmm. i gotta tell you frank we're all retired. do you see what you're doing <laughs> see what i'm doing hey my goodness right truth hurts yeah. she's like yeah i don't know how you do it there's salt water on mars how'd you do that one salt water on mars hey it's all in who you know who you talk to <laughs> it's all in who you know are you going to be there this Friday at the event for yes. um, for Ken? For, for uh, the Kenny? squad? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. They're, actually, they're taping tonight from 5 to 7 for Friday's show because they won't be here. They're going to be there. Um, and I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to figure out what he's doing over there because I know the setup over there and what it is. So hopefully tonight I'll be able to see that. But they're, they're, another, they're another classic example of how Frank is everywhere. Everything, his books, his pictures, everything. I see on social media the stuff that he talks about, and more and more it comes true. And then you got Dawn, who she's like. There's a crack in Yosemite, and I'm thinking I cannot even believe it's in his first book. You just you seeing is believing. You don't even believe what I say. You just have to read Frank's book. But yet he sits there so calmly, and yet he's not even surprised that every week something else on the news pops up. And not, nothing surprised me. It doesn't seem to surprise Chris either. No. No. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, I can't until I meet you. Can you tell up there and just knowing what you've got oh, out there? Oh, this is the other thing. Apparently, Russ Johnson, Mr. 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 Alien, told Dawn that he mentioned her name. 
and she's and she's okay. She's taken care of. <laughs> so I heard this, and I said to him, "Wait a minute, what about me?" He says, "No, you're not okay." I know what his connection, hell, and if they said that, it's true. <laughs> How come you get the buy? I don't get a buy. Is that what it is? And then he, and then he, he realized what he said to me. So he goes, a little while later, he goes, no, no, Freddie, I take care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he walks away. <laughs> like, huh? He is definitely the man, the myth, the legend. He's, he's a lot of things. Records. I figure I go with Frank, because wherever Frank goes, where I want to be. You're in pretty good hands over there. All I can say, if you're part of our portal, you're in pretty good hands. Remember that was a commercial? What's that? It was Allstate, right? You're in good hands with Allstate. We need to come up with, like, a tagline on that one. Interesting. Right? Interesting. Are you going to be bringing your book to the showing on Friday? No. No? It's not, you don't think it's proper? It's not. It's, that's his. Yeah, but he's in your book. Nah, I don't want to. I'm going to bring that's him. His, that's his, his I'm going to bring book. the books because I want him and you to sign them there. I, I think it's a great idea. <laughs> that's the one. No, that book. I don't mean the other books. I mean that book because he's in it. That just adds a little more flame to his fire. I'm going to talk to him tonight. Yeah, talk I, to him, but I don't want to take his thunder. It's his, I'll it's do his it. Thing. I'll do it. I says, I'm Frank. You, would you like my autograph? <laughs> all right. We're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, let's talk to all our guests in studio. We've got Sally and Frank and Carolina. Mindset for success. I like it. It changes. She came up with it. Over she did all over. the elements and everything. Nice. Look she, at her. It's a smile. I love this woman. We need to animate you just with like a big smile. Great smile. Four to come. Stay tuned. Give us a call. 888-994-4995. Studio A. And we'll be right back. Born in Marseille, France, Max Lazega creates whimsical and free-flowing interpretive art. His 40 years in the construction industry created the foundation for his craft. His unique work displays his view of the future with bold and playful combinations of materials and processes, but the methodology remains consistent. He fuses recycled materials and discarded building supplies into a fresh, well-executed approach. Lazega has lived in Miami, Florida most of his life, where he pursues his lifelong passion of creating industrial art. For more information, Contact Max Lazeg at artworkstudios.org or 786-326-8873. Meet Jay Harmon, one of the many artists held in the Brooklyn Cafe Gallery. Jay specializes in various different art styles, but his medium to work with is colored pencils. His unique style comes from being self-taught in years of practice. Jay pulls his inspiration from many outlets like people, television, celebrities, and many more. With multiple original pieces, Jay's art graces the gallery with over 40 plus works for viewing and for purchase. His many years of being an artist has given him a chance to partner with the Derwant brand, giving him the opportunity to try many different work styles and further his craft. Feel free to come down and visit the studio to view his work. Or if you're interested in your own Jay Harmon original, he's open to commissions on his website, coloredpencilartist.com. Or catch his show, The Colored Pencil Artist, on Amp Media Productions on YouTube and Facebook. See you soon. Want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call, because the best prices are not online. 
See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner. Call today and get the best price on your next flight, guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. Brand new shows, only on Amp2TV. We have All-in-One Insurance. Latin Hustle Thonkaden. Meta Magazine Show. Pitch 2 Production. The Florida Love Show. The Sixth Borough. Meet the experts. Reinvented life. Lights in the night. And the hangout. Tune in so you don't miss these amazing new shows. Only on Amp2TV. Would you like to hear better for as little as 10 cents a day? Now you can with the all-new Audion hearing aids. The average hearing aid lasts about three years. Ours at only $99 a pair means you're paying as little as 10 cents a day to hear better. And to make things even better, we'll give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Skip the doctor and get hearing aids delivered straight to your door. We've eliminated all the middlemen to offer you a factory direct price of only $99 a pair. Join over 300,000 people just like you who took advantage of our 45-day trial offer. Now you can hear better too for just 10 cents a day. Call now and order your $99 pair of Audion hearing aids with a 45-day money-back guarantee. Plus, get free 3-5 to five day shipping. 800-259-1328 800-259-1328 That's 800-259-1328 If you have diabetes, would you like to eliminate painful finger sticks? Are you injecting insulin multiple times per day? then you may qualify for a continuous glucose monitor. CGMs monitor blood sugar using a small patch placed on your upper arm or abdomen, and they use your smartphone to accurately monitor your blood sugar levels. Stop pricking and start scanning. Plus, CGMs are covered by Medicare and most private insurance plans. They can be shipped free of charge to your door. Call today to see if you qualify. Todo Bello Balloons is a business that was born out of a passion for creating unique and beautiful balloon designs, including balloon bouquets, balloon arches, balloon columns, and more. We specialize in creating unique and beautiful balloon designs that bring your dreams into reality. We believe that balloons have the power to bring people together and create lasting memories, and we are honored to be part of that experience. Contact us and we will bring happiness to your celebrations with our balloons.
Don't call a plumber. Don't call an electrician. Call right now and for as low as a dollar a day. Many things that run your house are covered with thousands of technicians all over America. You can call us with a plumbing problem, an electrical problem, and we'll be in your home in no time at all with a solution to fix it. You don't need an expensive repair bill and you don't need to buy new expensive appliances. We'll show you how to fix it for about a dollar a day. Artist Rosie Sherman paints her passions to share with everyone. Expressing herself through bold and vibrant colors, her suggestion and style are always in flux. Inspired by travels, nature, romance, and the human spirit, Rosie makes sure her depiction of women are strong and proud. Her landscapes illustrate the changing seasons in the diverse world that we live in. To find her artwork in the multiple medias you can purchase, visit rosiesherman.pixels.com. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. in-house band and we're back I like that I, I feel like Jimmy Fallon <laughs> but we have content writers <laughs> we got board off we, we got people have working our own laughing section. we got a whole we got people working for us you know it's teacher appreciation week as well so if your kids are in school out of school and just you have a favorite teacher you want to thank you can send some balloons through Carolina Carolina and she has many different types of balloons there's these big ones, there's small ones, small packages, cups, little bottles, little nips. A lot of things. If I sit here long balloon. enough, I might supply the world with balloons, at least South Florida. I've got three, in a matter of what, a half hour, I've got three orders for you in my head. And from all my brothers out there who are in the doghouse, get an out of the doghouse balloon. Oh, how's that feel for you? Well, I have to talk to her. <laughs> I gotta get like a For those of you that missed our morning show, you'll understand. You'll understand what that is. Frank could um, maybe commiserate with you. Sensitive. Really? Yeah. I don't know about that. There's no kidding with you anymore. That's a girl thing. Oh, Just gotta understand oh. it. I know. All right, who we're gonna chit chat with? Talk to Sally. What do you got cooking for today's show? Um, actually, I'm not sure because a few <laughs> of the people that were coming in are not showing up. Wait a minute! I thought you were sh did a show yesterday. I did, but I'm doing a recording today. She's going away again, the world traveler. You're going away again? He's yeah. not even healed yet. I know. I'm a little concerned about She's that. like, I know, but I'm going away again. <laughs> I've just got to miss two Mondays. But I'll be back on two the Monday. Mondays. But the thing is, we're coming in from London, and I'll probably be too tired. You're going to go see the Queen? King. <laughs> King. We did that yesterday. King Charles. There's a Queen. There's a Queen. No, 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 Fred. Yes. Consort, right? Oh, we, consort. Why is she right. a consort? She's the queen. Because she's not a well, queen by birth, I guess. King, right. so. hey, listen. Here we go again. Tomato. <laughs> just gonna, that was hilarious. It's right? tomato, anyone, is a tomato, is a tomato, is the same difference. Is it a potato or a potato? Does she sit next to him? Yes. That's well, the end I'm of that. British. I've been gone a long time. I don't <coughs> have all the They notes. probably have. You think they have separate bedrooms? Uh, no. Probably. Royalty usually does. If you watch the Queen, you'll see them exit into two different Two bedrooms. separate wings. Why? 
Well, they need their night's sleep. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So they don't, they don't get busy at night? You can get busy and then go to sleep. They have to one room to the other where they make an appointment? they have to rule a country. They can't make mistakes. They have First to have of all, they night. don't rule a country. There's nothing more than like a, a chair <laughs> where they are just They got a lot there. of things to do. What do they got to do? Represent the country? Yeah. But since you're lord and lady sitting over there, you should have the <laughs> I represent the Bronx. <laughs> separate wings, separate bedrooms. Right. I think it's a, it's a right. nice model for people to have. I don't know whoever came up with the idea of a one bed and a one bedroom for two people to live. It doesn't really work for And different sleeping styles. And then right. one Franken, person snores and the Frank. other person gets and hot. And one's warm and, and one's cold. Thank you very that. much. I, I need a bed that has temperature adjustment on it. But it, they it's do? still, it's not really, it's better separate rooms, I think. They're <laughs> separate houses. Separate houses. Separate wings. Abraham says they've got beds with separate AC. <laughs> Can you imagine having like your seat in your car, you know, we have the coolant and then the heat. Your I'm side not going to say nothing because I've stuck my foot in my mouth long <laughs> enough Your to side of the bed could have more coolant than the other side. Exactly. Trippy says yes. Do, yeah, they do. They, do they have that? They have beds, yeah. That, like, you know, it's one bed, but they have like, a little bit of mm -hmm. separation in the side. You can make one side hotter or colder than the other. Wow. Yes. That's the numbers bed. That's called the metaphor. That's called the, what is it? The, is that the numbers board? No, bed? No. I don't know. What do you call a woman gets a menopause bed? Menopause bed. <laughs> It should be called the marriage saver bed. It has two beds and there's a latch that latches in the in the middle. So it's together so it doesn't separate. Like two twins. And they have numbers. You can make it harder, softer. My mother had this bed. My father used to call it his uh, meta, 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 meta bed. He used to call it the meta bed. Because <laughs> yeah. women, when you're going through this whole thing, you guys overheat. You're like the nuclear sun. There's a lot more to it than that. Well, no, that's all that matters. There's a lot more to it. Then if a guy's trying to sleep, you wake him up. Wake up! Misery likes company. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Frankenstein's wife. What is wrong with he's you? On, he's on a roll today, Frank. Help me out here. Frank, am I lying? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I, I try to sleep and they wake me up to tell me I can't sleep and I go okay Why'd you wake or me? they wake me up and they go you're snoring okay what's the problem Stop snoring. you woke me up that's why at a certain point it's lovely like my kids are married right they're very happy they're like we could share a twin bed this is because they've been married a month I want to see them when they're married 30 40 She's been years married longer than a month Aaron and Ashley for them <laughs> it's all pink in the middle right, right? now. We could share a Donuts. twin bed. It doesn't matter where we sleep, Mama. We're good. Okay, let's see that in 30 years. Mm -hmm. Right? How long have you been married? They've been married a month. 13 seconds. Let's see that in six months. <laughs> they True got that. married. Maybe it's been six weeks. But yeah, they're still in that happily ever after The first ever dilemma sleep. that comes about. Let's see what happens. The very first dilemma. They have dogs too, right? They got a dog and two cats. And they sleep with them too. It's on the brink. <laughs> Things you can't control. But right. you should be able to say, I'm going to go stay in another room for whatever reason. And yes. I have a guilt trip. Exactly. Because they make you feel guilty. Say, you know, my parents didn't do that. Why are you doing it? You got to sleep. I remember my grandparents. One set of grandparents had twin beds separate with the nightstands in between. Then my other grandparents had the twin beds put together, like you were saying. We always wonder, like, at what point in life do you say, I'm going to have, I'm going to share a bedroom with you, but have separate beds. And as kids, I thought, wow, that's kind of weird. Now as an adult, I'm thinking they were brilliant. 
genius. Even my sister says, you know, we used to think grandma and grandpa didn't quite get it. She said, best idea ever. We, if we knew then what we know it's now. It's a guilt trip. My parents lived in the same bed for over 60 years. So I used to say, Mom, if, if, because my father used to snore very loud. I heard him in another state. And I used to say, Mom, if it's that loud, go to sleep in another room. Oh, I can't do that. No. I says, why? I says, that's not what we do. We, we, we suffer. Suffer. And you wake <laughs> up with these bags underneath your eyes. I love Spanish women. And I, do. I said, what's wrong? She said, I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> why? Dad snores. Want to go to another room? No, I'm good. <laughs> so I got him an air. Uh, that's breathe right, uh, breathe right. I woke up the way his ears. I don't know. It's an aging thing, I gotta tell you. It's a whole other thing. Laughing's good for the heart. It can increase blood flow by 20%. Keep laughing. Keep laughing. Well, women are just a different animal at night. That's what I gotta tell you. You Men have to, yeah, we we gotta be creative. I don't know. The nice thing is it's basketball season, so there's always playoffs. Everyone's watching a game. That's miserable. I think I almost had a heart attack last night. Not a good game. Not for us it wasn't. We stopped fighting. We stopped playing. We're not playing anymore. We gave up. It, I actually heard on nine. the news they said they felt badly for the Knicks. It's morning. funny. When a guy who's six foot ten can walk to the rim over and over and over, and nobody touches him, nobody fouls him. The old Knicks wouldn't let that happen. Charles Oakley, he would be punching the guy. He punched Michael Jordan in the head when he did that. This guy walked in and went like this, and then he waved. Really? That's not the Knicks. That's not what we know the Knicks But are. I heard LeBron hit a new record. Is Josh out here? What he hit? I don't know, but I heard he... It wasn't LeBron's night. It was that kid that played last night. LeBron's son is going to USC. Nice. We're going to see how nice. You know how hard it is to be his son? Like to see. You ain't like your son. I never said I was going to be like my father. Watch. Here it comes. He's legacy. good, they say, though. Is it important to leave a legacy for you? I don't, I don't leave a legacy. People say I have a legacy. I don't go out and say, okay, today I'm going to build the legacy. But for what you want people to remember you as doing is important? That's what the gravestone is for. Oh my God. If you want there. better player interaction, you need to watch hockey. Panthers, Panthers are doing are amazing. Are they beat the yes. Toronto Maple Leafs yet? Three times, 3-0. 3-0. They're going to win. They're going to make it to the finals. Who goes against them? Because now Boston is gone. Who's on the other side? The I'm Islanders sure and the uh, they still gotta Hurricanes. Play. There's still one more game they got to play. There's still one more, more game for the East Islanders and Hurricanes. Right, Hurricanes are going to take the Hurricanes. Never get past that round. Are the Tampa Bay in it? Tampa Bay's out. What? Yeah, they lost. They're out. And the Panthers. If the Panthers win the cup, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm moving out of Florida. I'm done. It's I a whole new so coaching done. crew, isn't it? Hmm? New owner, new coach. No, the new coach. new coach. The owner's been there a while. I'm Fans done. Been around for 40 years. Fans Come on, they're not years. that good, really. New coach. They you think good. they were better they were, than the Bruins? They're not, no, they're not. They're not better. They were. They got hot at the right time. They weren't better they than the Bruins this year, but they got hot at the right time. They're scoring at will. They won in overtime. The other they're night. beating some good teams. The Maple Leafs are Bru- a good team. Bru- the Bruins, Bruins are the had them down the three games. Bruins had them down three games to one, and they won four in a row. Can you imagine a Florida team beating the Maple Leafs? They don't even have ice in freaking <laughs> Florida. They don't have ice. <laughs> and that's winning. a funny thing, right? It's funny. When my uncle said to me, there's a hockey team in Florida. There's no snow there. <laughs> I, know, I, know, abs- I know very little about this. 
If However, you tell me the Panthers are going to win, I'm going to take my shoe off and throw it at you. Well, 10 o'clock last night, Steve was going crazy. So something happened. I That's think the it was heat. with hockey, right? That was the heat. Okay. That was basketball. I was, was wondering basketball. why he got suddenly so excited about something. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to tell you the <laughs> funniest thing. When I lived in New York 40 years ago, somebody gave me a heat shirt because the Knicks used to play Miami and Chicago. And it was a war. It was a war. And they gave me, remember Odom? O-D-O-M, uh -huh. Mr. Odom? They gave me that shirt. So I wear it when I go to sleep. That's my sleep shirt. So I have it. So I'm watching the Nick game last night. Are you wearing so a heat shirt? I was wearing a heat shirt. So, so my son calls me. He says, Dad, do you got that stupid shirt on? I go, yeah. <laughs> Burn it! I was going to say, you're wearing a Lamar Odom shirt and you're rooting for the Knicks? That's his first name, Lamar, right? Yes. Yep, and I'm moving for the next. So what I'm going to do is for the next game, I'm going to throw it in the trash. Or wear a Knicks shirt. I don't know if I want to spend money on a team that's about to lose. Well, I know you've got lucky shoes. You have, that ain't working lucky either. Lucky socks, lucky anything. That ain't working either. The Mets are one of the worst teams money could buy. It's unbelievable how bad they are. Bad, 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 bad. They can't pitch. They can't hit. They can't, they can't do nothing. Right. Sally, who do you think is going to win? I... Honestly, I don't even know because Ask I don't Aldo, know. I want to know. I want to put my money. Steve asks me this, and I have no idea what he's talking about. So I just give him a name, and he suddenly started screaming. So I guess I was okay. It's so that's right a good name. thing. Yeah. We got to get Steve feeling better, though. Uh, he's feeling a lot better. Yeah. Before and you leave again. He's not. Com he wanted to come in today, but he was still a little weak because it's taken a lot out of him. But he's uh, he's much better. He's on the mend. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Hope. <laughs> yes, he is. I wanted to ask Frank, Frank, when you write your books and you have your visions, yeah, that's the <laughs> shirt I got. But I got the black one, not the white one. Nice try. That's the shirt I got. I wanted to ask you, now I'm nauseous. <laughs> All right, G-Man. Um, when you write about your books, does it come to you as you're writing what's going on oh, for yeah. the future? For as the future. It does. I don't think about it beforehand. I, I get an idea and I start writing, and as I'm writing, it comes. As I'm writing. So some of the books that you write are other books that are tied to it, part one, part two, part right. three, and things of that nature. Is there a message in every one of your books? There's a message in some of them. Well, not, not too many messages in the murder mystery books, but yeah, every once in a while there's a message in there. But yeah, there's a message in every book. Have you ever thought of writing a prophecy book? No. Why not? Now you got me thinking. I don't know. Maybe. Well, you know, the, the object of the game here is you want people to read your books. And you've written a, a number of books. You're one of the few guys I know that pumps them out like he changes his socks. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on here. And then the more we, the coincidences, for lack of a better word, that continue to rise out of things and chapters and things that well, you write. Well, my, my sci-fi series is more of a, more... Uh, in the in the light of prophecy. Yes, I, that's I mask like it in the story. That's like let me go to the mountain, let me run around it until I get there, as opposed to just taking the road right. straight there. So my sci-fi books are more of a prophetic message, prophetic journey. It, wouldn't it make it a whole lot easier if we sort of understood what you wrote and you explained it? Or is it not meant to be easy? It's not meant to be easy. That's right. Nothing's easy. You know, I was thinking, you know, I was in Disney this weekend, and 
you write about, obviously, Gabriel's chalice is about the chalice, and then it goes on to Tress Archangelus, the, the chalice that has its powers. So I'm at Disney, and one of the things they're selling from Indiana Jones is the chalice, and it explains the Holy Grail and the importance of the chalice. And here I'm thinking of Frank in Disney World saying he does it again. It's just bringing awareness to things that I think people take for granted or don't even think about. You go to Mass, there's the chalice, right? For in Judaism, it's the Kiddush cup, the wine cup. Until you start seeing how people place it into stories and Indiana Jones and the resistance and then Yosemite has a crack and there's Frank again. And we're back to this crack And again. his stories, who would have ever predicted a crack in like one of our greatest national landmark parks, except Frank. Now the, the chalice is a very important, among Catholics anyways, a very important symbolism, just like the crosses. These are symbolic gestures so that you don't forget the word, for lack of a better understanding. Um, how does it come to you to write about something like that? Every morning, this is when I was working a long time ago. Bring your mic up. When I was working a long time ago, every morning I would, from my morning inspiration, I would uh, just flip open the Bible to get my morning inspiration for the day. And three mornings in a row, I opened up to Luke 21:11, which is the Jesus telling his disciples what's going to happen before he returns the end times, which is say, which he says in that in that section is there's going to be plagues and earthquakes in various places, terrors in the sky, and great signs. And since I did, I'd opened that up to three mornings in a row. I said, well, maybe yeah, that's the message I need to write about, and that's how Gabriel's Chalice started. So you you get the message and then you create. The words. Yeah, I get. The I get. I'll, sometimes I get the message, and then I create a story. Sometimes I create a story, and then I get the message. And I get messages, and it, you know, it's. I, I can get the message any time during the day. It just happens. You know, it just pops into my head. Do you write it down and just put it in the next I story? I never write it down. You never write it down. You just create it. I just create it. That's interesting. It, it, it just it, happens. And have you always been this way? No. So this is something that came about? No, I have not always been this way. It started, there was a Marian apparition site, <coughs> excuse me, in Hollywood, Florida, back in the late 1990s, where a visionary was receiving messages from the Virgin Mary, like Lourdes and Fatima and Medjugorje, Knock and all those places. There was one in Hollywood, Florida. And we, Chris, my wife and I heard about it, but they never said any, they never, and any time they would talk about it on the news or in the paper or in the radio, they never gave an address. They just said, well, in Hollywood, Florida today, on the 13th, there's going to be the message of the Virgin Mary. And we could never find out where it was. So one Saturday, they said it was where the address was. It was on. 66th Avenue or somewhere in there, off Taft Street. So we decided, let's go. It was late in the morning. And at the time, since it was fairly new, they used to get three, 4,000 people they used to show up at this house. The city of Hollywood just sh would shut down the street because there would be two or 3,000 people in the street waiting to receive the message from the Virgin Mary. So when we got there, we couldn't, ha we couldn't park. We couldn't get anywhere near the house. It was just 
the streets are all closed. So we went up to Taft Street. There's a, there's a little shopping center there. We parked in the shopping center, and we walked down to the house, which is about two blocks. We walked. And we got there, and it was just about over when we got there. <clears throat> and the visionary just then said to the crowd, I want you all to um, hold hands. And when you hold hands, the Holy Spirit's going to touch you. So we held hands. And then we left. The and your wife dispersed. was with you? Yeah, she was with She was there, okay. So we held hands, and we left. And the crowd started to disperse. And we looked at each other, well, okay. And we walked away. So then I turned, I don't know, if she, I don't remember if she turned to me or I turned to her and said, did you feel anything? Did anything happen when she said, um, when you haul in, the Spirit's going to touch you. I, and I, I don't know who said it first, but she, what happened to me is as soon as she said that, I felt something hot hit the top of my head, and the heat went from my head all the way down to my feet. So she, she was working in Hollywood at the time for Dun & Bradstreet. So this happened every 13th of the month. She would give a message. I was working in Fort Lauderdale at the time as uh, head of purchasing for an electronics company. So she would go during her lunch hour to go down there on the 13th, and I would just go when, I had, when it was on a Saturday or a Sunday. And we eventually started volunteering. And I was told by the visionary that I had on my shoulder that was guiding me was Archangel Uriel which was the, gave, the, gave you the wisdom of God. Archangel Earl gives you the wisdom of God. And then Archangel Gabriel was with me, who gives me the messages of God. And when, that, when she told me that, that's within a few days after that is what happened, what happened when I told you before, I got that message from the Bible about Luke 21:11, and that's when I started writing. And I started writing, that was around 2007, 2008. We, would, we were going to the apparition site since 1995, 1996. The apparition site ended around 2017, somewhere in there. Now, did your wife pick up any type of guides as well, or just you? Not that I know of. Did you do have, yeah, did you know, have did she, yeah. and did and she notice any changes in you when this occurred? I don't think there was any changes, any changes, no. And then while I was there, um, because a lot of people were coming to the apparition site on the 13th, and they wanted to be blessed by the visionary, by the, for the Holy Spirit. And she just, you can't. Time constraints, one person can't bless 2,000 people. You know, you'd be there all afternoon. So she picked a couple of the volunteers at the time, and she didn't pick. Jesus and Mary picked. And we were given, this, we were given the gift, the spiritual gift, to anoint with the Holy Spirit. Which is I, what had you to, I had to go back. I had to go out and be blessed. Which is what you do now. Which I do now. I had to go out and bl be blessed. My hands had to be blessed by a priest, so I was blessed by Monsignor Basso, who just re—I guess he just retired. He used to be the vicar of one of the seminaries in Delray, the Catholic Church, and that's who I was blessed by. 
and that's all part of it. That's all part of my journey. So I started writing in 2000. I started writing in 2008. I've written 11. I have 11 books out. There's five more I've written that haven't come out yet. I started writing screenplays. I've got seven screenplays written. Two are being pitched for movies, and I'm sitting here. Do you think, back to your prophecy book idea, if you write a prophecy book, prop, prophecies, there you go, okay, you won't write a prophecy book, okay, got you. You can't write a prophecy book. You're telling people what's going to happen versus in your book, you're sharing information, but it's up to the reader to get the message. Right. I'm Different telling ways people of what's delivering. going. Well, Gable's Chalice is basically I'm telling people what's going to happen. But it's up to you to find the hope. It's up to you, and then to read the next one and look for and the read power the next one. of what it is. And then read the next one. And then the next one, which I would show you. But, but I, don't, I, I don't think uh, I don't think what I was referring to. I don't I don't want him to do a, a a map book, a prophecy book of saying, you know, when I grew up as an altar boy, all the churches were bigger than life. Because they wanted, all the churches wanted you to be smaller, you know? And I don't want him to do that. I want him to say, but well, this is the path that we're doing, and this is what happens. And you can choose other paths. I don't want him to tell you what to do. I don't want him to point it out and say, thou should not commit adultery, like the movie when the Ten tablets were made. And I never forget that for the rest of my life. And that's what I'm looking for. But. You know, I see where he goes and why he does it. I know why he does it a certain way. I get it. And he wants to involve younger minds and everything else. But I think that Frank's message, like when he, he does his anointing on you, is really simple. I mean, it's, it's about this much to the truth that you just have to combine. And I think that your words are very powerful. The way you go about it is that you have languages. You're speaking in tongues. You're speaking in different stories, different mindsets, different this, different that, uh, to get the message across. But I wonder if you just one book that did it, the, the book according to Frank, <laughs> would it work? Not according to me. <laughs> well, the book according to whatever. But being clever about how you do it, because you're very clever the way you do it now. That's something I have to think about. I don't know if I want to, uh, I'd have to think about it. You know, in a book, he can take you from the moon to Siberia, to DC, to Italy, and you're going back and forth. So you're traveling the world with Frank with the ultimate message of, to me, is hope and belief and faith. To well, me, that's the underlying Well, message. it's interesting you say that. The reason I ask him that question is because Time is of the essence, and it's now. Oh, that's in the book. Time is of, there's a clock. So if there's ever a time that that book needs to be written, it's now. And you know what the I'm talking about. The only problem is, is who's going to believe it? But that's the problem since the beginning of time. That's not for you to decide. That's for others. But you can't say, you know, the Bible was written to give a blueprint. And they still removed 24 books out of that bad boy. Women were not considered to be writers of the Bible, and that was removed. There's a lot of stuff that goes on. But I think the way things are nowadays, now is the time, now is the urgency, now is when the message should be delivered. And you got to deliver it. I get this idea, not a problem. People like Dawn, they get into it and they start reading more and more books. I get it. I get the marketing behind it. I get it. 
But the message, the anointment, the things that you do, how you walk and what you believe in, I think it's time. So Could I'm be. So I'm saying. You know, I always say to Sally, is it maybe the aliens or the angels? We talked about this, right? Like the archangels that walk among us. Maybe right. we're one in... The same. Not the fallen angels, but the one in the same of guardians, angels, aliens. It's all for the bigger picture of protection. All that we do that when we come into contact with this, it's just different ways of describing it. You know, my point of view, and I, I, I completely respect what Frank says, and I'm extremely interested, but I present it in a slightly different way, but ultimately it is the same thing. It's just, you know, there are people that can relate to me, and there are certainly many, many people that are gonna relate to you. It's, I think the important part is to get the message out. Where it goes is, it's going to go, Well, you know. This may, this may be a very controversial statement, but aren't angels extraterrestrial? Absolutely, yes, yes I agree with you. That's now, why we're on a very similar path. But do they path. believe that? I mean, I'm going to ask your own question. Does who believe it, the angels or the people? The book, you just said, who's going to believe it? Well, they believe in angels. But does that really matter as long as but Frank's message is out there? It doesn't. But that's my argument, right? The damn I, book. I see that, yeah. <laughs> that's my argument. Because angels come in many forms. Mm -hmm. Many, 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 many forms. Sometimes people need to see it. Listen, anybody in here been to the moon? But you know it's there, right? Because you see it. What about the other planets? You can't see them, but how do we know they're there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because some guy with a telescope says so? Sally's been there. No. <laughs> because I, Sally's been projected there. there. <laughs> because you're a product of Jupiter? I went to Jupiter. It's in my first I'm book, sure. I, I think. You know, there was a time when I was young, I used to get high, I used to go to Jupiter all the time. Everyone's got angels. Chris said it, you gave Karen a message yesterday. Yes. About her angels, which is pretty powerful. I've never heard you deliver a powerful message like that. We just went, wow. No, she was in the role, yes. Sometimes I forget what I said, but, you know, I do listen sometimes back, yes. And that yes, wasn't on air, but she you needed, gave her a powerful yeah, message. Yeah, she, she needed that, and I'm glad that I was able to help her. The portal right. has opened. All right, we're going to take a commercial break. Hopefully more to come with Frank and his prophetic books. And look who's in the house. Senior Strategies. Gotta talk a little bit one. about this. Treaty right? It's like Senior Strategies 1 and Senior Strategies 2. You like know, I, it's funny because I always say this to you. I wish I had known people like her when my mom and I dad know. were alive. I really, 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 really wish it because it would have probably changed my life. And it's left a mark. I, I got to tell you. We'll get into that when we come back. All right. Where to come? I think we're going to have music on the other side. Yeah, of this I hope so. Break. Where, Where are they? We'll Where do they back. go? Welcome to Amp2TV, the first and only internet production company that's truly plugged in. When you're looking for a full-service internet radio, TV production company, discover Amp2TV. Amp2TV is a full-service media company that can provide all streaming videos, video studios, radio studios, and television studios. Call us today at 866-224-5422 for no business is too small to grow to be accounted. It's time for your message to be seen. Let Amp2TV help get you there. Stephanie Jaffe is a world-renowned artist who creates one-of-a-kind pieces. Using a keen sense of color and composition, her vibrant collages and mosaics integrate eclectic elements such as vintage keepsakes and fine china with blown glass and fired clay to create whimsical arrangements. For more information about her work, come down to the Brooklyn Cafe TV studio or go to stephaniejaffeart.com. 
Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over the phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. Call 855-348-5925. That's 855-348-5925. Again, 855-348-5925. Tax audits, tax liens, wage garnishments. Every day we hear stories like this about good folks who are simply struggling to pay their bills. Each of them are living a frightening IRS tax nightmare, and they are afraid it will destroy their lives. I'm a divorced single mom, and my ex-husband left me and the kids with a lot of unpaid bills, including unpaid taxes. I was really starting to show my stress on my kids because the IRS had sent me a letter demanding a huge payment from me. I couldn't afford it. So then the IRS was threatening to garnish my wages. I'm already living paycheck to paycheck. That would have put me over the edge financially. It truly seemed hopeless, but then a friend at work told her to call the tax relief line. The people at the tax relief line, they told me about something called innocent spouse relief. They worked it out so that all of the taxes from my ex are not my problem. I don't know how that works and, and I don't care. All I care about is that I don't owe the IRS a dime and they are not going to take my paycheck. Even if it seems hopeless, you should call the number on your screen right now. There is absolutely no cost for the call or the consultation. You are under no obligation. If you are worried that the IRS could garnish your wages, seize your assets, even take your home, call us right now. The tax relief line is here to help you. Now you have a knowledgeable, professional team of tax experts that are ready to negotiate with the IRS and fight for you to save you money. The Tax Relief Line's professionals have successfully negotiated thousands of cases, reducing and sometimes even eliminating the tax debt for their clients. It's very easy to get started. Simply call the number on your screen right now. You don't have to live in fear anymore. The call and the consultation are free. If you have diabetes, would you like to eliminate painful finger sticks? Are you injecting insulin multiple times per day? Then you may qualify for a continuous glucose monitor. CGMs monitor blood sugar using a small patch placed on your upper arm or abdomen, and they use your smartphone to accurately monitor your blood sugar levels. Stop pricking and start scanning. Plus, CGMs are covered by Medicare and most private insurance plans. They can be shipped free of charge to your door. Call today to see if you qualify. Nobody likes to prick their fingers. If you are a diabetic using insulin like many of us, the worst part of your day is sticking your fingers to draw blood. Now you don't have to do it anymore. You can get a new continuous glucose monitor. As long as you check your blood sugar and inject insulin, it may be covered by your insurance. Call us and we'll let you know if you are covered and send one at little or no cost to you with free shipping. Stop freaking your fingers. Call right now for your new continuous glucose monitor. 
Introducing the Price is Right Home Sweepstakes. You could win the same kind of cash and prizes you see on the TV show. Just call this number right now. And when you call, ask about these amazing offers from our sponsors. Low-cost airlines offers fares too low to advertise that you can't find anywhere else. You can save hundreds on your next flight with low-cost airlines. U.S. Med is your one-stop resource for diabetic supplies. And if you have Medicare, you could get them at little to no out-of-pocket cost. U.S. Med. MedGuard Alert's unique medical technology provides immediate help to seniors with the touch of one button. And you could get your device for free. MedGuard Alert. The United Breast Cancer Foundation can use the donation of your old car, truck, or van to help those fighting breast cancer. Pickup is free and you'll get a tax exemption. Call now to enter the Prices Right Home Sweepstakes. Win thousands in cash and prices and learn more about these great offers. Hey, Kaylee, what's up? Hey, nothing, what's up? Uh, nothing, just looking for a music for Grip that I listen to while we're in the car. What's wrong with listen to now? Uh, let's just say we have different tastes, you know? Why don't you try to listen to a podcast on Spotify? Um, like which one? The Broken Cafe Studio one is really good. Uh, okay, I'll try that one out. Thanks. It's lunchtime and the Broken Cafe is open for business. Live from the Amp Media Studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought. And take- You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Hello! Howdy, howdy, howdy! Hey Josh, have you ever seen the rain? No. Neither have I. We live in Florida. Who are we talking about? Someone told me long ago There's a calm before a storm Not known It's been coming for some time When it's over, so they say It'll rain a sunny day Not known Shining down like water How oh, unknown Have you ever seen the rain? How oh, unknown Have you ever seen Coming down on a sunny day Yesterday and days before Since this cold rain is hot And I know I've been that way for all my life Till forever on it goes It can stop, I wonder How oh, no. I know Have you ever seen the rain? 
coming down on a sunny day. Hit it, John. I got to tell you, I think that accent might have been one of your best songs ever. Yeah. Thank you. Right? Keep Fleming out. <laughs> Just like that. And there you go. Right on cue. Packing up a lung over there. Right on cue. What happened to the drums? Are they still there? I had unplugged for this one. Okay. Nice job, you guys. We need more plugs. Do we need more plugs? Nice job, nice camera I thought Trippy, wow. I thought Trippy was playing the drums. She was tough. But she, she was playing it Not another one. Ugh. I got to tell you, that to me is so gross when people do that. Sorry. I yes. said on the Right? Yes. Thank you very much. Well, what do you do when you're sick? Go home. Girls don't do that. There must be another way. Girls don't do that again. No. I dated a girl. Her name was Diana. She had a nose clog. And one day I made her laugh and the uh, bubbles came out. <laughs> but she didn't honk it out in the grass and like. Honk it out. I saw that thing. I broke up with her instantly. <laughs> Happy birthday. I said that the demon inside. <laughs> yeah. Gotta go. <laughs> oh, man. And it went back up. That was a great. That was nice, though. Talk the nice hour show. for you. I tell you, he's getting better and better. And they're getting better and better. And the more they play together, the better. I'm hoping that the drones become part of it. And then Nikki's here. She plays a bass. She only knows one chord, but that's okay. I don't even know how she snuck in. I heard her voice, and She's I didn't even board. know she was here. She's doing sound. Nikki's good. I tell you. I got to tell you, we got a great crew right here. We got Shane Silver with us, one of the senior strategies with Solution Tips. Her other partner, her cohort, Amy Decker, is not here, but we got Shane representing the show. They had their first kickoff show last Tuesday. Next Tuesday will be the next one, and then they're having a big launch party here in a couple weeks. Wow. The launch party after, after the kickoff. That's well, interesting. It's kind of like a nice build-up, get the bugs out and the kinks never out. Never quite ever heard that before. And then, and then you go. It's, it's great. Kind of, it's like a soft launch, and then you're ready to go. Like in a restaurant. No problem. So welcome, Shane. How, how did you guys like it? It was a very interesting experience. I definitely think we need a little practice, but all in all, I think it went really well. Was it what you expected? Different? Were you nervous? I was very nervous. I think we both were. Um, I think we picked some great guests for our first episode. Um, and hopefully we'll get better as time goes on. The topic is... Amazing. Yeah, I was thinking, thinking of you last. I got to tell you, I'm living the life that we have right here. Every guest, every book, Disney World, every phone call from my father. I think of somebody else. Mother's Day gifts. I'm, I've got Carolina taking care of that. We've got an amazing set of resources right here through the studio and Aunt Media Productions. But every phone call I get, every email from, I want to say one of their vendors, from someone who's upset with my parents for something they did or didn't do, I get the phone call. I get the emails. And there's really nothing I can do about it because ultimately they are in control of what they're in control of. So mm -hmm. calling me, all it really does is aggravate me because I can't change yeah, what but they you, do. They, they will listen to you. My, my father, my uncle called me 
And he's, I say, Theo, what's up? Because he never calls me. He says, your father punched me in the face. I say, my father what? I'm on the phone. My father what? He says, he punched me. So I called my mom. And I said, mom, why is dad hitting people? Hitting people, not hitting my uncle. Right. Whoa, and this is her brother. He came over and they started talking politics. I says, okay, but you don't hit people. Give me the phone. Give, give your dad the phone. Dad, what are you? And he starts arguing with me on the phone. He says, so what if he's right wrong and different? You can't put your hands on him. I said, you remember when you once told me never hit a girl, a, lady, a female, and never hit anybody. You taught me that. And the phone goes quiet. He says, I'll apologize. I mean, I had to go back into the archives to get out of this thing. It's like everything you learned in kindergarten but forgot. But the funny thing is, I didn't know anybody to teach me what was coming. And going back to you again. But teach <laughs> me what's coming. Because if you know what's coming, you have a better idea of how Absolutely. to handle it. If you know what's coming, if you know how to handle it, if you know how to redirect them in a way. But if you know what resources are out there to help, that's the most important. And that's... That's what we're here. That's what we're here to bring to people. So um, our theme, uh, our, our show is Senior Strategies, Tools for the Caregiver, and it's just that. Anyone who's caring for a parent, a sibling, a spouse, um, we want to make sure that they know what resources are out there. We want to make sure that they know how to handle situations like that. You know, unfortunately, it's a life cycle. And um, especially those adult children who are caring for their parents, you go from being the child to almost being their parent. And um, that's hard. And, you know, it's hard for our parents to give up that control and to give up uh, their independence. And I got to tell you, two of the smartest women in this business, I, I'm, and I'm not saying it because they're here. When I first met them, because of how I met your partner, I met her 12 years ago, mm -hmm. 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I talk about how... Um, Two of the smartest business women that do this, one is her and the other one is her partner, the smartest. The way they, they handle situations is amazing. The way they talk about it, the way they teach, the way they express it. They even have you listening. Because I never can, I say this all the time, I've never considered myself a caregiver until meeting Shane and, and you talking to me, but in essence, it is. It's, a lot of people don't realize they are, especially the adult children don't realize when that switch kind of happens. And you have to start um, helping, helping them make some decisions and helping them navigate. And, you know, I always say all the time, I'm living it as well, just as you are, Don, with my parents. And I always say, um, I love my dad to death. And he was such a intelligent, functioning member of society. And all of a sudden, he can't use how to figure out how to use his cell phone. You know, something so easy as that. But, um, and but to watch the, the change, how it happens slowly, and then you look back and go, it happened all of a sudden, because my dad will say to me, I forgot how to turn my computer on. And he knows that he forgot to, how to turn his computer on, so he knows that's not right for him. My mother has no idea how to turn one on, but she never did. So for her, that's a normal, typical behavior. For my dad, not knowing how to turn his computer on or how to send a text message, when that's how he lives and he knows something's not right, I can't do it. And I think that transition is even harder because your cognition isn't what it used to be, but you know it's not. Like my father-in-law has no clue. His, his cognition's gone, he's happy as can be. That whole part of his life is over. He's not where my dad is saying, mm -hmm. I forgot 
and I know it's not right. And it's hard to go back and forth between those moments of, I know what I'm saying is right versus I can't remember how to do this. Right. And that, that is where it starts. So I went through that transition with my mom. The fact that she knew she couldn't remember and she knew that wasn't normal. And unfortunately, as time goes by, those moments get less and less and more and more she starts to not to not remember. And that's where a lot of um, people, especially when they're um, losing their mental faculties because of something like a dementia or an Alzheimer's, that's when they start to almost get violent, right? Because they know they can't remember and it's frustrating, right? When you, Amy said this before, we wait our whole lives to be able to drive and get married and have a family and then all of a sudden they're going backwards and we're taking their keys away and we're telling them they can't live in their house anymore. It's frustrating for them. They're losing all of their independence, all the things they wanted their whole childhood. It's agonizing to go through it because it's like a drop in the bucket and it's agonizing to you because you remember your parents. I mean, you used to work with your dad like I did. And you remember him being the top of his game. And then it's funny because when I went to Puerto Rico, my, my father always looked at me as what I want him to do, telling him what to do. And he, right, that was a no-brainer. Right there is a no. There's the wall. So I asked him to take what he used to call the blue pill. Not that blue pill, but uh, buffering or whatever because he had painful knees. He wouldn't do it because I asked. But when Linda did it, he was riding the bicycle. He was like, wow, what's in this thing? This is magic. It was just a Tylenol pill, whatever, ibuprofen. And I'm sitting there and I came to the conclusion that it's not only what you say, it's the delivery of how you say it. It's the person. It is on a Monday as opposed to a Tuesday. There's so many different factors. They go into how do you talk to your parents when they get older? You're gonna be learning this. But there's so many things, it's even bigger than that. It's dynamics of siblings, of the kids, mm -hmm. because how that changes. Yeah, and but you can't control that. Exactly. Your father already knows his kids. He already has his imprint on his kids. And you can't change that. What you're gonna to have to do is you're gonna to have to work with that imprint. Because my father would never listen to me. He would listen, to, he used to think Linda was a doctor. So the doctor says, I said, what doctor? Linda, okay, so I used to work, now Linda's a social worker, so I used to work her angle to get him to do the things that I needed him to do. One day he taught me how to change a plug, okay, and there were two rusty nails in it, and you hit it with a hammer, and it begins to turn, and I got it out. It took me an hour, but it worked. So he's sitting in his chair, he says, you know something? I could do this. I could stay all day and show you and tell you how to do things. I learned the lesson. So you're gonna relearn your parents. Mm -hmm. And you got two. See, my mother was okay for a little while. My father was the one that was losing and then I ended up losing her before I lost him. But that's the other side that we talk about. And we've talked about that with Marcia for a long time. Often you lose the caregiver before you lose the parent that you think is the patient or who's having a harder time. My mother went off the deep end real fast, yeah. real yeah. fast. People don't realize the toll that it takes on a caregiver, especially when it's a spouse, right? So yes, it's hard for us to see our parents aging, but imagine my grandparents were married right out of high school, right? So imagine living 50 years married to someone and all of a sudden they don't know who you are, right? And it, care, when you're a caregiver, it's stressful. It could be isolating. It could be depressing. And 
we want to take care of those caregivers because you're absolutely right. A lot of times the caregiver suffers and passes before the actual person that they're caring for. When my mother died, I asked my, because she died during a hurricane. It was very limited flights is bad. There was no water, no nothing. And I told my sister not to come when I buried mom because I didn't think she could take it. It was really, really, it was one of the saddest moments in my life. And I knew that she couldn't take it. And my father, until the last day that he was alive, he really was angry at me for that. Really? Really was angry at me for doing that. Because he wanted the family there. And I says, Dad, it isn't that I don't want her here. Look at how I got here was a miracle. You want me to bring Mimi into this? Mimi can never survive. But we were living in the jungle. I tell you, the jungle? The jungle. Again, it's back to separate bedrooms. Separate, forget about it. It was, it was 127 <laughs> degrees. It was horrible. There was no water. There were more snakes in the house than there was water. Mimi's going to live like that? Mimi ain't going to make it that way. And then Mimi becomes another issue for me. You know, Shane, we were talking, we were joking earlier in the show about at some point, separate bedrooms, the royal family, spouses having separate bedrooms. We were laughing about it, but it, it gives the caregiver in my opinion, mm -hmm. it gives that person respite mm -hmm. to know that you're actually sleeping through the night. You're not hearing the other one roll over, my knees, my this. You're not wa waiting to see if they're breathing at night because ultimately you do if you know they're that ill. Not ill where it's terminal, but ill that they're uncomfortable. You're watching them breathe. They're waiting to see if they need you. It's like when that baby monitor goes off when your kids are little, right? It's going back to that. Yep. Yep. You don't get a good night's sleep. Is that one of the strategies that it, maybe we can address on your show? It is, yes, and we are gonna talk about that. Respite for the caregiver is so important. You know, in today's society, everyone talks about self-care and how important self-care is. The caregiver needs double. They need more because yes, and that is one, a great strategy for them to get a little bit of respite. And there also are facilities where you can take your loved ones so that you can get a day or two of respite. And we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that, absolutely. I remember, I don't know if it's still in existence, Mae Volin. Yep. And I saw it, my old house, one of my neighbors had her parents living at home. It, they would come by with a little van, they'd pick up mom, they'd take mm -hmm. her mom to Mae Volin for the day, like yep. a great activity center. Because even for mom or dad, they're sitting at home all day with the TV and a sandwich, right? Your, your grown kids are working. And what's mom gonna do all day? And plus the socialization, they gotta be with their friends. You need to feel as if you're a contributing member to life. This, the socialization is the biggest part of it. And there are some great day centers like the Mayvolin Center, but there are some great day centers or daycare centers for older individuals, especially those with dementia that does exactly that it gives them the socialization it makes them lose their mind they have activities and the people that are there are trained to deal with them so they know how to take care of them it's kind of like you said we always equate it to being a child when i was uh when my youngest daughter was two and i had to send her to preschool it was really scary but if you think about it those people were trained to deal with them and they were trained to teach them and so are these people in these facilities who are dealing with our loved ones they're trained to do it and they're trained to do it well and if that can give us a little break i'm all for it but it's having those conversations and taking them from a to b it's like leading the horse to water you got to get the horse to the pond so mom and dad are home I don't want to socialize. I'm very happy here. But you know they're going to be happier if they would just try, right? 
So how do you get them from A to B? <laughs> so one of the things we had to do, uh, my mom was suffering from dementia and she was exactly what you say, it was the same situation. My mother had some um, uh, aggression toward my father, so we had to split them up for a little while. And she was sitting home all day by herself. We were all at work. Um, I took her to see one of the day centers and she, my mother had, was very, um, got de dementia very young, very early onset. So she looked at this and she walked in and she saw, saw some people in wheelchairs and she was like, this is not for me. I'm too young. These people are too old. So the director sat me down and she said, does your mom want a job? And I said, what do you mean? I'm here to tour the center. I need to leave her here. What do you mean a job? She winked at me and she said, Fern, would you like a job? Would you come two afternoons and help me run arts and crafts? Because she knew from my mom's intake form that she liked arts and crafts. My mom perked up. And she said, really, you're going to pay me to teach arts and crafts? And she said, yes, but we're not going to pay you in money. We're going to pay you in lunch and snacks. Is that OK? I said, mom, it's a great reason to get out of the house. And that worked. And that got her there. That's so brilliant. sometimes it takes a little creativity. Sometimes you have to know the person you're caring for, know what's important to them and what motivates them. But something like a daycare center is great respite, even if that means the caregiver does nothing but sleep. Most of the time they want to clean the house or do the laundry or just go to the supermarket by themselves. You know, it just gives them that little break that they need. It's like when your kids went to preschool. If it was nine to 12, I had those three hours to do something grocery shopping, whatever it was, those three hours a day were mine. Well, let me tell you, you're lucky because you have them in Florida. And I have two aides in their house. And you have family. You have your sisters, brothers, and everything. You're lucky. Puerto Rico, they had nothing. When you live in the jungle in Puerto Rico, all you got are the parrots. All you got is 24 hours. And he used to leave her alone and come back. And then that slowed down because he couldn't move around as much. You know how hard it is to sit in a room and there's nothing. And they only have two TV stations. They barely work because you're so high in the mountains. Barely work. What do you do all day? You sit and you contemplate life. You start talking about the things that you used to do. And all of a sudden, it begins to haunt you. It's depressing. You can't lift that, that 50 pound weight no more. My father used to lift weight uh, every day when he worked. You can't do the stairs anymore. You can't do the mopping. You can't do the shopping. You can't do mm -hmm. what you can't do anymore. And when you sit there and you beat the hell out of yourself because you can't, now the game is beginning to change on you and you don't even know it. But I love the whole take on senior strategies because you change the demographic from the other senior show you used to do. The demographic is now... I can't even believe this. It's my demographic. It's not you're just the it. spouses now, you're right? It. It's mm -hmm. And you do children. realize you're not in this alone because what you go through affects me, affects him, affects him, affects her because of everything around us, we are all affected. That's one of the things I didn't realize. I didn't realize that when I was going through this with mom and dad. It affects everything and everybody. And you've got some great sponsors to your show. You want to give a shout out to some of your sponsors? Yes. So we have uh, Senior Helpers, which is a home health care agency. We have um, Emergency Prepare to Care. Um, they're a company that will help you if you are not local, but your parents are, and they're in a situation where they need someone to advocate for them. We have um, Compassionate Senior Living, which is uh, a wonderful woman by the name of Be Becky Dieter. And if your parents are at that point where they need to maybe 
leave their home and go into an independent living facility or independent living community or assisted, um, she'll help you find the right one. So we really have a wealth of resources for no matter where you are in your caregiving journey. Come on down. You know what? Bring your parents if you got to. Bring on. Come on down. Check out a taping on this thing. It's fascinating. You know, I sat in the back that first show just to watch. And my goodness gracious, they take me down memory lane of everything that I went through. And then I called my sister that night and I said, she's going to be watching when your show airs as well. Because of what we went through, the two of us, I got to tell you, not easy. I, I, and again, whatever you need, don't be afraid to say it. Not like me. See, I didn't ask for help. And that's a mistake. It's you know, this mistake. is not just for seniors either. You're right. Because my brother, my brother's late wife was diagnosed with Alzheimer's when she was about 42 years old. Mm -hmm. And they had two teenage boys. And that was not pretty. That's tough. Yeah, early onset. That's, ter that's hard. That's hard on everybody. Everybody. But yes, this show, and I was blessed to have Marsha for eight years on a different circuit of this show. Um, and I had David before that for four years. I mean, I've been involved in caregiving for a very, very long time. And my goodness gracious, has it changed. Now my kids talk to me like I'm the next in line to... <laughs> so I said, don't talk to me that way. What's the matter with you? I says, Dad, take it easy. Don't talk to me that way. But I want to say the best thing you can do is have those conversations now before it's too late. Oh, every I know day. it's scary. No one wants to talk about doing a will and all that stuff. But there's so much that you can talk to your parents or your spouse about now that will help so much later on down the line. You had a great resource before we go to commercial break. 211. Yes, 211 is our uh, local helpline, and they have so many resources here locally in Palm Beach County um, for caregivers, for veterans, for anything, anyone. So you just pick up and dial 211, and they're on the other side of Even the line. Even for food assistance, we had people call us at iHeart, and they were looking to get to the Rails Food Bank, which didn't go up to Palm Beach. And mm -hmm. the food bank said, just have them call 211, and they will find sustainable food for that wherever they are there yes. are places everywhere so 211 is a resource is it nationwide or is it just florida actually i believe it's nationwide and they patch you through to here us locally it's interesting remember the food bank where we had to get rid of piles and piles but of I'm food i'm saying and people wanted it but they couldn't get it up to palm beach because they were in boca but there are other food banks around our community yes. just call 211 they are a wealth knowledge and just know too that you're not alone there are others taking this journey with you and we don't want you to have to start from scratch, right? If I've been through it and I know something that might help you, why do you have to recreate the wheel? That's true. If you've got a question, don't be afraid to ask. Ask, watch the show, get involved. And there's no such thing as starting tomorrow. Start today. Tuesdays at 5 o'clock is the live airing on streaming, and then it airs on radio Tuesdays at 7 on Chiroldi. So you get two opportunities, plus streaming in perpetuity. Let's take a commercial break. When we come back, let's... I guess Carolina left. She's in actually the setting up the board for her show. Oh, all right, more she to come. Off the board. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Welcome to Amp2 TV, the first and only internet production company that's truly plugged in. When you're looking for a full service internet radio, TV production company, discover Amp2 TV. Amp2 TV is a full service media company that can provide all streaming videos, video studios, radio studios, and television studios. Call us today at 866 224 5422 
for no business is too small to grow to be accounted. It's time for your message to be seen. Let Ant2TV help get you there. Stephanie Jaffe is a world-renowned artist who creates one-of-a-kind pieces. Using a keen sense of color and composition, her vibrant collages and mosaics integrate eclectic elements such as vintage keepsakes and fine china with blown glass and fired clay to create whimsical arrangements. For more information about her work, come down to the Brooklyn Cafe TV studio or go to stephaniejaffeart.com. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days. All in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. Call 855-348-5925. That's 855-348-5925. Again, 855-348-5925. Tax audits, tax liens, wage garnishments. Every day we hear stories like this about good folks who are simply struggling to pay their bills. Each of them are living a frightening IRS tax nightmare, and they are afraid it will destroy their lives. I'm a divorced single mom, and my ex-husband left me and the kids with a lot of unpaid bills, including unpaid taxes. I was really starting to show my stress on my kids because the IRS had sent me a letter demanding a huge payment from me. I couldn't afford it. So then the IRS was threatening to garnish my wages. I'm already living paycheck to paycheck. That would have put me over the edge financially. It truly seemed hopeless, but then a friend at work told her to call the tax relief line. The people at the tax relief line, they told me about something called innocent spouse relief. They worked it out so that all of the taxes from my ex are not my problem. I don't know how that works and, and I don't care. All I care about is that I don't owe the IRS a dime and they are not going to take my paycheck. Even if it seems hopeless, you should call the number on your screen right now. There is absolutely no cost for the call or the consultation. You are under no obligation. If you are worried that the IRS could garnish your wages, seize your assets, even take your home, call us right now. The tax relief line is here to help you. Now you have a knowledgeable, professional team of tax experts that are ready to negotiate with the IRS and fight for you to save you money. The Tax Relief Line's professionals have successfully negotiated thousands of cases, reducing and sometimes even eliminating the tax debt for their clients. It's very easy to get started. Simply call the number on your screen right now. You don't have to live in fear anymore. The call and the consultation are free. 
If you have diabetes, would you like to eliminate painful finger sticks? Are you injecting insulin multiple times per day? Then you may qualify for a continuous glucose monitor. CGMs monitor blood sugar using a small patch placed on your upper arm or abdomen, and they use your smartphone to accurately monitor your blood sugar levels. Stop pricking and start scanning. Plus, CGMs are covered by Medicare and most private insurance plans. They can be shipped free of charge to your door. Call today to see if you qualify. Nobody likes to prick their fingers. If you are a diabetic using insulin like many of us, the worst part of your day is sticking your fingers to draw blood. Now you don't have to do it anymore. You can get a new continuous glucose monitor. As long as you check your blood sugar and inject insulin, it may be covered by your insurance. Call us and we'll let you know if you are covered and send one at little or no cost to you with free shipping. Stop freaking your fingers. Call right now for your new continuous glucose monitor. Introducing the Price is Right Home Sweepstakes. You could win the same kind of cash and prizes you see on the TV show. Just call this number right now. And when you call, ask about these amazing offers from our sponsors. Low-cost airlines offers fares too low to advertise that you can't find anywhere else. You can save hundreds on your next flight with low-cost airlines. U.S. Med is your one-stop resource for diabetic supplies. And if you have Medicare, you could get them at little to no out-of-pocket cost. U.S. Med. MedGuard Alert's unique medical technology provides immediate help to seniors with the touch of one button. And you could get your device for free. MedGuard Alert. The United Breast Cancer Foundation can use the donation of your old car, truck, or van to help those fighting breast cancer. Pickup is free and you'll get a tax exemption. Call now to enter the Prices Right Home Sweepstakes. Win thousands in cash and prices and learn more about these great offers. Hey, Kaylee, what's up? Hey, nothing, what's up? Uh, nothing, just looking for music for grandpa I listen to while we're in the car. What's wrong with listening to now? Uh, let's just say we have different tastes, you know? Why don't you try to listen to a podcast on Spotify? Um, like which one? The Broken Cafe Studio one is really good. Uh, okay, I'll try that one out. Thanks. It's lunchtime and the Broken Cafe is open for business. Live from the Amp Media Studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought. And take You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. And we're back. I thought we were going to have singing. What happens All to the singers? I know is people are making lunch, and it smells like food. I feel it smells like a cafe, lunch at 2 o'clock. I thought they were going to sing. No, singing, no music. I don't know what to tell you. But I love the Senior Strategy Show. You can check that out every other Tuesday right here in Ant Media Studios. It's totally changed my perspective on it. And, yes, it's the trickle-down effect on everybody. You got your work cut off for you. Thank you. Days. Thank you for it's playing. It's not a bad thing. It just is what it is. And Frank brought up a really good point. It's not just seniors, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, it could happen. It could happen to anybody. That's so a bigger problem, what you were talking about, because that has longevity to the cure. That's really tough. That's yeah, really tough. Takes you down a couple of pegs. It's a lot of work. Right? You want to look at the kid caregivers, and we have 
Connie Saskowski, who came in with the AC Association of Caregiving Youth and what the kids go through in school. There's a lot going, you know, summer is around the corner. And G-Man sent me an article, He's going, we're going to send it out in June, about food accessibility in different communities. And we're saving it for June because kids are out of school. And school provides free breakfast and free lunch, which ends up being free dinner for a lot of kids in our community. So he did a whole blog post, and we're going to save that and put that out next month to some ideas for kids and saving money because it's not easy out there. It's not. And you're looking for to cut course and still have your kids have a fun summer, which is never easy, you know. They can come and talk to Sally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She'll teach you all about the king and the queens. Okay, yes, absolutely. I got a great lesson yesterday. I no, I got a lesson yesterday. Yeah, but I listened to the show and I think I learned quite a bit actually from some of your comments. Great. No, I just made you laugh. You did? Yes. <laughs> I fed That's off that laughter. But think about it, in England right now, the economy isn't any better than it is here in the United States. No, I don't think it's very good at all. I mean, I've been gone a long time, but I'm going back to London for three days, so I'll let you know what's going on. You're going to see. <laughs> it was a whole big controversy three about days, all the yeah. money that was spent on the coronation, but yet how many people I know. don't have access to food and don't have access to yeah. you know, air where, conditioning? Where does that things? money come from? Obviously, it's from the Taxpayers, I, I guess. I don't know. In fact, I said that to Steve. The amount of money I mean, yes, I know that they wanted to do this and it brings in people into the country, but there are so many people that are homeless, that are on the streets. I mean, I go back periodically, and over the la I've been here 40 years, but over the last 40 years, I see such a difference when I go back there. You know, you didn't really see what you see today there. You know if you sad. were the queen, would you take the riches of the, of the throne and give it to the people? Well... Okay, I'm not sure, but, but I think so. I think it should be distributed, absolutely. Do you know yes, who she was in a past life? Uh, well, that's why I wasn't <laughs> going to say anything. Or would you give I it to the public? I don't remember what I did with yeah. all the money. But like you, Robin Hood. No, that's I, I think it should be distributed where it's so really So you needed. would empty out the, the king's... The coffers, I think they call it. You, so yes, that's you that's would empty that thing. out. It's very difficult to run... What they have, what they got, a mansion that has 200 bedrooms and Yeah, the only thing that I will say for this is it does bring in tourism. I mean, the amount of people that come there. I was never, honestly, and I, I can say this today, that patriotic towards that because I thought so much money was spent on royalty, keeping up all their various homes and everything. But, you know, it's, it's, it's tradition there. It's needed, and the people love it. So People just go bonkers. They do. They so buy the hats, take the that clothes. Away. And, and all the jobs that, that the throne gives it, out. It's it creates. Fantasy, right? So it, on one hand, it takes away a lot, but it does create a lot, you know? So it's, again, I always talk about balance. So there's the balance even with that. It's like Walt Disney World. You know, the Santa's is gotta be the devil's spawn because how are you gonna mess with Walt Disney World? I mean, right. that's every kid's dream. Well, it's the same thing. Look at all the adults that flock to to watch. They went to the coronation and they Incredible. all went to Windsor Castle, right? Everyone went and yes. you see masses. It's like in Frank's book when everyone goes to the golden arches because everyone wants to believe in something bigger, in that hope, in that shiny object. And 
God, whatever it is, the masses go. It's getting the masses to go for something good. Well, right? actually, now it's created not a problem, but I have no idea where to take Steve. We've got three days. I've never been a tourist in take London. Take him to the palace. Well, I asked him, and he wants to see here, there, and everywhere, but, you know, three days. The changing of the guard. He's got to go see the changing I, of the I, guard. I mentioned that, too, and he's saying yes to everything, but there's only three days, you know. Well, you've got to move very quickly Except there. Separate bedrooms, get some sleep, and then just get up and go. Well, yeah, we're work, I work, I'm She's working, working on, on that, that too. <laughs> I got some, I, I have the trivia about London. I don't know if you know it. Piccadilly Square. Yes. There's a statue of George Washington. In Piccadilly? Did you know that? Eros is there, right? Yeah, there's a yeah. statue of George Washington. That because I they know. erected, after the revolution, really? they erected a statue of George Washington because they, 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 the royalty there and the government there thought it was so highly of him of what he did. He's they still there? Yeah. Wow. They erected a statue of George Washington. They were going to put a statue of George Washington in his honor in London. That's funny because I live very near there. And at the time, the colonists, this right after the colonists said, you can, but he, that statue cannot touch London soil. So they had a, they, they sent soil from the United States. <laughs> From Virginia. Wow. And they put it down. And they put it there. down and they put the statue on top of the soil. That's amazing. Interesting. Wow. I, I stand at the Four Seasons in Piccadilly Circle. The circle is here, it's like out to the side. Mm -hmm. I got to stay there for four days. I'm going to tell you, I thought that Times Square was busy. Piccadilly Circle was crazy. This is going back in the day. Um, and they were shooting a movie there, Werewolf in London, American Werewolf in London. I don't know if you guys know it. I lived like 15 minutes from there for many years in Portland I think Place. I remember you. I remember you, but not from this lifetime, Freddie. <laughs> so we'll keep that secret for one hour. When was the last time you were there? Hmm? When was the last time you were there? Um, not that long ago, about seven or eight years ago. Yeah, I go back periodically. You like it there? Yes, I, I mean, that was my home for so many years. It's changed just like everything else, but a very funny story about that very quickly. I have to get cabs because I don't have a car anymore there. And I got a cab one day and I, they asked me whatever it was, the fare, and I have no idea of the currency anymore. I've been here a long time and here I am with an English accent. I put my hand out and I said, would you like to take however much it is? And he's looking at me. He said, but you have an English accent. How come you don't know the currency? I totally forgot. So I've forgotten a lot about London. Do you have family there still? I had my stepmother just passed. She was nearly 100, just about the same time as my daughter did, actually. And I have, yes, I have a good girlfriend coming to meet us for one of the days. I've known her since I was about six, so I guess she's my family today. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No siblings or anything? Uh, my stepbrother, but he lives in Switzerland, actually. But he's, he visit, he's still got offices in London. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's funny. People in London, I don't understand them at all. The accent is so heavy. But that's me. No, no, yours is You're fine. You're talking to me. No, it's, yours is fine. They talk like they're mumbling. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? And then they, you know, they know I'm from over the pond, New Yorker. So when I was in Piccadilly Circle, it was a Sunday, and I, went, I made the mistake of walking through it, and all the pubs, they each wear the color of their team. Soccer is very big there. Mm. And the cops stay in the middle of the circle so that they don't fight with one another because there's a lot of drinking on the Sundays. So I go into a pub and a guy challenges me to a game of chess. 
So you don't think I'm going to beat this guy, right? I mean, this guy looks like he could lift me a couple of times and throw me around like a top. I beat him. That was the end of that. When I beat him, everybody wanted to challenge me. And I says, listen, I don't even know how to play. <laughs> so they had the warm pints, mm -hmm. those big pints of beer, and they're warm. Can I drink beer warm? I had to. You I was in the, warm? I was it's in the jungle. It's called on tap, I think. Is that, that, yeah. right? It's a warm, warm tap. Warm beer? And the ale. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they. It's. I guess now it's probably you probably get a cold beer, but yeah, yeah they have a warm beer. I have yeah. a warm beer. Well, it's room temperature. It's not. Lots it comes out of one of the like a tap. They a tap, call it, right? Okay. I don't know where it came from. They just kept pouring it out yeah. on me to see if they could beat me at playing chess. And I really wasn't that good, but they were really that bad. <laughs> That's really what. They happened. must have loved you. And where else are you going? <laughs> London for three days. Then we're going on a cruise. Another cruise to Paris and. Um, I'm not sure, Spain, I think. <laughs> Have you been to those countries before, yes. Paris and yeah. Yeah, well, it was very near because I lived in the center of London. It wasn't that far to go to Paris or Italy, so we used to go along. It's funny, when I went to the UK from Spain, I went to Spain and then there, I went to Portugal too. They were building the tunnel, the tube, mm -hmm. uh, from France, from England to France. That's when they were building it. And when I landed at the UK, the guy driving the cab pulls over and he says okay let's go and I thought I was being I thought I was being kidnapped <laughs> and I go where are we going and he takes out a huge bottle of red rose whiskey and we go we, we sit down and he takes out a car and he starts playing cards so I said bro we gotta go and you know I gotta go to the Four Seasons I got meetings he said, oh we ain't going nowhere I said why he says there's these two brothers that were prisoners from <laughs> Um, not from England, but the other country, Ireland. And they were walking them to jail. Oh it was God. the biggest, if you look it up, it's still there. And the news was there, and they're taking pictures. And I'm like, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> and we're on the side of the road because they shut it down for three hours while they walked them into London. From the channel? From under the, the two brothers. From France? On the or? highway. From, oh my God. from Ireland to... To the UK, I couldn't believe That's this. A long walk, Nobody. It was a long walk. I couldn't <laughs> believe. And you should have seen the masses that were with them. I said to myself, man, I couldn't have any for four hours. I, I didn't have bad luck. And we drank that bottle of whiskey. We're playing cards from Ireland to the UK. And you still remember it? I still. <laughs> how can I whiskey? forget that? The <laughs> things that happened to me. I told you what happened when we were leaving the UK. Frank did not sign his passport. So they arrested us and took us to Square. What is that? Piccadilly. No, no, the precinct. What is the Scotland Yard? Yes. Really? And I said, I, I always wanted to visit it. Oh, my God. But not like this. <laughs> and they take us into Scotland Yard. I go, what is the problem? He goes, he did not sign his passport. That is a federal offense. So they thought that we got over there and we were like terrorists and we got fake passports. Oh my God. So I said, mine's his sign. Take him. <laughs> Don't take me. You're an accomplice. Accomplice to what? Well, we had to call an attorney and everything else. I'm they not finally... mentioning the Brooklyn Cafe when I'm over there. Don't mention his name for sure. No, no. I mean, can you I'll mention this? yours, though. Oh, okay. And then they apologized. They called New York um, and they found out who we were and everything else. I said, you guys aren't terrorists. And I smacked Frank. I smacked him. He's the same guy that threw up in first class. And the lady came over and said, sir, 
your friend had an accident all over the bathroom. I says, oh, I'm sorry to hear and that. You shouldn't travel with him anymore. And she said, hey, I don't. And she said, hey, you got to go clean it. I said, I got to go clean it. Oh what? God. I ain't doing nothing. Not even a thing. But, but did, you, did you tell them that you were a lord? He no, wasn't at the a time lord I then. wasn't. I wasn't even a bug. <laughs> but you've got, a, you've got a sign up there saying. But you're did a lord. you know that if you go from country to country without a signed passport, it's a federal offense? I better I make sure my sign. I don't know how they let him into England though, or let him exactly. out of the U. I guess you let him out no, of the U. No, they're saying that he originated from England as a terrorist, and Frank had a real, he had like a terrorist look. That's <laughs> terrible. It was horrible. I felt I was crying. I says, I'm, I call, I call my wife. I says, I guess I'm going to jail. But she wasn't with you. No, you kidding me? <laughs> Michelle was with me. There would have been blood all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Marry on up. All right, tune in. You want to invite people in today? Show taping for Sally Bernard. If you are in the area, come on in. Call me, Zena. And see what else she's going to talk about with the aliens or the angels. They're all extraterrestrial. Oh, pick exactly. a baby circle. <laughs> and we got Frank. Frank, how do people get your books? On Amazon, online on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Or you can contact me via email, frankarafolo at gmail.com. Right here at the Brooklyn Cafe Show. And Kendra Erica, who looks just like the cover of your Blue Falcon. Yep. She's going to be starting a podcast here on Thursdays. It's going to be released. So tune in for that. We actually have to call her and find out how we're bringing her in from California and yep, what we're, we're doing set with all that. that up tomorrow. Come into the studio and buy my books here, too. Check it out. I'm telling you, you talk about prophecies and prophetic. you got to just read his books and watch the news. Oh, meet him on Friday at the Movies of Del Rey. What time is that at? At Hills, 6 o'clock. 7 o'clock. It goes off at 7, but you meet him at 6 <coughs> and you get a signed book from him and from Kenny. Very nice. Which is kind of cool. Operation Retribution. More to come. And... Mindset for Success, starting next week, the w week with Carolina June 1st. Ayala, June okay. 1st. And if you're looking for balloons, holiday gifts, graduation gifts, teacher appreciation gifts, Mother's Day gifts, give her a call. We'll get you all that information. Nothing like having some fun with some balloons. Ready to wrap it up? Ready to go. Check your inbox. Find some gratitude. We posted a picture with Vismaya this morning, Vismaya Rubin, living in gratitude today. If you want one of the shirts, because we've been getting texts and phone calls since yesterday, shop slash livingingratitudetoday.com and get your grateful shirt. Everyone's loving that. She should make it easy to get, like a simple hit a button. You can on her website. Go to Living in Gratitude Today and says shop. Order a shirt. Very simple. Get that shirt. Everyone is looking for some gratitude. So maybe it's time for the prophecy book. It's f it is. And it's funny because if I wear that shirt on Saturday, she's going to have 400 orders. More to come. Because everybody loves that show. Have a great afternoon, everyone. Stay safe, be kind to each other, and we will see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. drive time. Don't be late. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show's over, the Broken Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the last from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring you more good cheer next time. You can follow The Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at The Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. We'll see you next time. <laughs>